the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. A hearing is set for Monday in San Diego as the process of reuniting children separated from their parents after illegally crossing the border. It's taking a little longer than some expected. A federal judge has ordered the Justice Department to share a list of 101 children under the age of five be handed over to the ACLU by later today. The Trump administration is asking for a few exemptions on what they call an unrealistic timeline. The weather finally cooperating for extraction of the boys and their coach trapped in a cave in Thailand. After two groups of volunteer divers arrive, removal will begin. In a letter, the 25-year-old coach tells the boys' families that even though they're being taken care of, he apologizes for the predicament. Beijing calling it the biggest trade war in economic history as the U.S. and China hike tariffs on billions of dollars of each other's goods, but it uh, didn't affect Wall Street much. Ending on a positive note this week, the Dow up 100. SRN News. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Keep that underneath me for a minute. Will do. 
so this is the this is the story how the story starts and this is just one of these long reads if you're interested in this music piece I just thought this was interesting the most famous signing story of modern times in which Oasis pointing behind us blagged their way onto the bill at a Glasgow club show in May 1993 where they were seen by Alan McGee of Creation Records who signed them and made them the biggest band in Britain except it wasn't quite like that he did see them at the gig he did want to sign them but he didn't get to in fact, Oasis didn't sign to any label until October of that year when they signed to Sony, who as part owners of Creation immediately licensed them to Creation to release their records in the UK only. So they actually got it wrong. <laughs> they didn't want to release them here in the States where at least this guy who at, at, at that stage of life was in was um, a guy in his 30s. Um, and And... They really did kind of miss this band initially. So, Ross, you listen to a lot of music. Yeah. And 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 you use uh you use your headphones as you walk around going your good your good two and three mile walks. Um what's your what's your go to uh application and how do you how do you decide to what music is playing in your head while you're walking? So I can say this because you can also find Business 1440 on iHeartRadio. But I will use oh, yeah? I will use iHeart when I'm looking for music. And generally, I love Spotify King, but I also like to keep my like $120 a year, as, as cheap as that sounds. So yeah. I don't use them as much. I've used them before with free trials and such, and I love it. And one day I'm going to give in. But for now, I'll use iHeart and they'll kind of let you pick your favorite bands and then you can like songs and as you're doing that you're kind of building your own my favorites playlist so basically anything you've hit thumbs up on will play if I go to my favorites but if I don't do that and let's say earlier let's just use Oasis as the example if I pick Oasis about the first few songs are going to be Oasis and then from there it's going to kind of go off on a very similar algorithm and and I would guess path of they're just kind of picking things that are in the same genre as Oasis that you may like. Now, if I don't like it, I can skip it or I can say thumbs down so I'm less likely to see it again or hear it. Or I can hit thumbs up and I'm more likely to hear it in the future. Yeah. So And, and, and that's what happens. And so after because I constantly would play the playlist from, from our show on Spotify. It became the case that Spotify has this feature. Here's stuff you're going to like. This is your daily mix, right? And if I'm if I'm at the gym and I don't have I don't have uh, and I've already finished the uh, Hugh Hewitt show, or and I've already listened to Mitch Berg and I've already listened to Brad Carlson and and my Narn brethren, you know, listening to AM twelve eighty. Um, I'll just flip on Spotify, and because I was listening to the playlist from the show, it assumed I liked the music that John liked or that I liked the music that you like. And I do, but maybe not at the gym. Or I do, but not n- not at that moment. I have very eclectic tastes. I played violin through college, so, so I love lots of uh, classical music just as much as I love jazz as, uh, because I played guitar and mostly I tried to play jazz guitar rather than rock. Um, although I was in a, I was in a rock band in college, uh, playing bass. Um, basically there was a point in my life where if it had strings on it, I could play it. It's no longer true. 
but it, there was a point. Um, and if um, and and it, it's hard to capture all of what that that information is there. See, so here's here's my point. You can train machines to learn things, and so. The machine takes a map of what I listen to and says, okay, based on that, here are these other things that you might like. So we went out in, in the last sec- segment with a clip from a band called This Will Destroy You. I have never seen them in a concert. I had never heard of them. I, I don't watch videos on, on television or YouTube, by and large, unless it's somebody that I really know or love. And it just popped up one day. And I'm like, oh, whoa, what is that? I like that. That's good. Um, and so I start to research them. Okay. And, and that, is how, that is how that machine learning is working. But it can't know when I like it. It can't, it can't know, you know, when I'm running, I want something different than when, I'm, when, I've got, when I've turned the TV off for the evening and I'm taking that last 30 minutes after feeding the cats to sort of wind down so that I can go to sleep versus the I'm on my way to work and I've got a tough meeting with my boss coming up so I need to get need to get the blood going so that I'm sharp when I go into that meeting we have different mu- moods and different mu- right I can't know that but my, my my point is broader than just music my point is machine learning only learns the things we give it the data to learn it can make connections in ways that you and I might not do. But it's like teaching a machine chess. Chess has a, may, have, may have this really large number of moves it has, more moves than you and I can possibly remember. There are more combinations on a chessboard than any of us can ever figure out. But they're nonetheless a finite number. The, the patterns in which I could listen to music is probably infinite. Yes, we tend to, we tend to focus on certain things. And one of the things that I'm, I'm interested in is the fact that we've now got, uh, I, I think we talked about this on the show last week too, that uh, two different Marvin Gaye songs have ended up uh, being subject of uh, copyright infringement lawsuits, which I find fascinating. What it means to me is Marvin Gaye struck on a, a particular a particular music structure that was pleasing to many ears and that other people would land on in the process of learning themselves. You could end up copying Marvin Gaye without ever having heard Marvin Gaye. Maybe Ed Sheeran has never heard of Marvin Gaye but ended up copying a song Marvin Gaye had because he may have heard, heard the Muzak version of that in an elevator at a, at a local store or in a dentist room, waiting room. King, right. I also worry, worry's yep. not the right word, but I'll make a bad comparison here. I know you're a basketball guy, so tell me if I'm stretching here. The slam dunk contest for the better part of the last 15 years in the NBA, maybe 10 years, hasn't been very good with the exception of a year or two. And you oh, it's say, unwatchable. Yeah, I it, can't watch it. You know me. I, I, I'll... I'm watching summer league basketball <laughs> right now. Okay, I'm I'm a I have a sickness. I, I I particularly when the Celtics summer league team is there, 
I want to see what not just what the new guy is like, but I want to see the guy that's been in the G League for a year. So, but you're right. Go go on. Yes, yeah, you're right. My point being, it's really tough to reinvent or do dunks differently. They've all pretty much been done. You can do variations of them, and to a degree, music kind of gets to be that way. We've we've been recording music and and distributing it to people since the 1940s, right? So it's Mostly, you would think, by and large, out there that you are going to accidentally end up copying somebody without even knowing it. Right, right, and that's what, and that's what I think. Because I, so I've been working through this for a while, and I was telling Ross during the break. Um, I've spent like, uh, I want to know, probably fifty to seventy-five hours in the last two months reading and studying anything I can find on machine learning and artificial intelligence simply because I feel like I, I need to know more about it. It's not toward any particular purpose. It's just that looks really interesting. That has, that has the potential to really impact how economies work. And I don't know enough about it. I need to know more. So I call it bibliotherapy. Um, you know, whenever, you know, like every time I have an ache or pain, just like many of us, we go to the internet to try to figure out what that ache or pain is. Okay, for me, it's it's I see something and I say, you know what, that could have a significant impact on the economy. I don't know enough about it. I got to go learn. So I go to the internet. I grab a couple books, or actually, I download them onto my Kindle, and and read them. Um, so I've been I've been working through a couple books on on AI and machine learning, and trying to figure out what that impact is on an economy right now. I to me that is if you want an argument and I'm going to do my transition now if you want an argument for why we need a we need to have this this hard stance vis-a-vis China it's it's for that reason we should be concerned about whether or not our ability to stay in the forefront not I'm not going to say leader I'm not going to say, because it feels like I, I'm saying the U.S. must be number one in everything, everywhere. That's actually not true. That's misunderstanding the, the concept of comparative advantage. However, when the U.S. develops technologies in AI or in machine learning, and China goes ahead and steals them, that is not something that I'm I'm comfortable I'm not comfortable in saying yes, but I believe in free trade, so we should never use tariffs to to address that issue. I don't think it's the right tool to solve it. But in the next breath, I think you should admit the tools we thought would solve this issue, like WTO, or I'll explain after the break, CFIUS. Okay, which which is which stands for the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States, um, those tools are not working. And if you, feel, if you feel that there's an absolute need to deal with this right at this moment, and the only tool you haven't used is to threaten WTO and to throw on tariffs and so on, I can I can get myself to where I understand why President Trump does these things on trade, which admittedly on this show I've gone crazy about 
a couple of times. I've been I've been very very displeased about them, but I get that. And the reason I wanted to talk about the music thing was first to to make things a little lighter, but also to point out that also to point out that this is where the forefront. I mean, of all of, we're at the forefront of 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 what I think is a very important change in how we use data to combine it in ways that tell us things we didn't know before. The title of the article that I've been talking about has been called Music's Moneyball. And Moneyball, everyone will refer to back to the Michael Lewis book about Billy Bean, the manager of the Oakland Athletics, um, uh, the, the, the Oakland A's, the baseball team, which tried to basically find a different way to run base run a baseball team without having to spend the kinds of money that larger market teams say in Boston and New York spend. And it worked at least for a while until everybody copied it. Right? Why haven't the Oakland A's been competitive in the last 10 years? They haven't been competitive because everyone does what they did. And the fear of the United States could be and I I think there's a case to say that China China is sort of like the New York Yankees or the Boston Red Sox to the Oakland A's United States. We're the ones developing this technology and it's simply being copied and mimicked and perhaps even stolen. I don't, I don't think we have to say perhaps. I think we can just say being stolen by China for reasons that are that reasons that are malicious toward the US. Let's take a break here. When we come back, I want to explain more why you can make a case for some of what's happening with these ter- in this tariff war and why nevertheless this tariff war is a bad idea. We'll be back after this King Banyan show business 1440. By now you should have somehow realized what you got to do. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. Backbeat, the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out. I'm sure you've heard it all before, but you never really had a doubt. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. You're tuned to Business 1440 and the King Banyan Show. Later, Dr. Banyan will cover a range of topics, including phrenology, tide tables, the dulcimer, and his 8-track tape collection. Would you like to protect your nest egg? At Online Trading Academy, we teach the skills to grow and protect your investments. Learn this rules-based strategy with our best-in-class instructors, teaching you how to get your arms around your money so you can retire with no worries. Learn the skills to profit from the markets going up or down by joining us for a comprehensive free workshop by calling pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? 
or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis. You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless, and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. ProLife Across America, If you could cook up the world's greatest radio station, what ingredients would you need? We'd start by mixing in high-quality, free-range wellness experts. Then we'd add in a generous scoop of the topics that matter most to you. Finally, we'd stir in a certified organic website full of helpful resources and garnish with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not some half-baked idea. It's on the air right now. Wellness Radio 1570, online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Welcome back, King Banging Show. Boomtown Job Saturday. And my and my concerns about will this trade war that where the first shots were actually fired. It was um, a whole lot of saber rattling until until uh, until yesterday morning. Did you read about this uh, this story? Did um, that I sent. I don't know if you saw this, Ross, but I sent out a story, uh, um, and I actually, uh, I actually love the, uh, I, I love sort of the, uh, the, the rhyme. I sort of developed a little rhyme for it. Um, let's see, let's see if it's here. No, I don't see it here. What did I do with it? Must have been. Yes, here we are. Um, sit right back, and we'll tell a tale. A tale of a fateful of a fateful trip that steamed towards Dalian on a soybean ship. So have you heard the story of the peak Pegasus? So as the trade war breaks out, peak Pegasus is a ship carrying soybeans that's on its way to China, planned to arrive just before the scheduled date for the increase in soy in soybean tariffs. But it hits bad weather has to slow down and 
arrives five hours too late to avoid the tariffs. If you haven't seen this, you can follow us, of course, at Pound KBRS. Pound KBRS is the hashtag on Twitter for the King Banyan Show, or King Banyan Radio Show. And so the so and, and it was fun because people were tracking the ship as it was coming toward the port, trying to see if it would arrive at t- on time. It didn't arrive on time. So the Peak Pegasus, aw, now has to pay this twenty five percent tariff, which means that, in essence, you would think the Chinese will end up just having to pay more for their soybeans. Of course, that's not true. They'll just simply shift the soybeans they purchase from the United States, where there's a 25% tariff, to Brazil, where there isn't. So Brazilian soybeans will be purchased by the Chinese rather than U.S. soybeans. Hurts the U.S. soybean producer, some of whom are here in Minnesota. Of course, it's very helpful to the to the uh, steel producers here in the United States. They're very happy about this. But I think the bigger issue here isn't favoring steel. I actually believe that's a that's just another argument in, in in there. I believe the real issue here, and the issue to which we should pay attention, is is from intellectual property and and foreign investment. There was a statement released Thursday by the president um, uh, and I'm just reading I'm, I'm quoting this I am I have often noted consistent with the section 301 action initiated by the United States Trade Representative that certain countries direct and facilitate systematic investment in the United States in United States companies and assets in order to obtain cutting-edge technologies and intellectual property in industries those countries deem important. Accordingly, I direct the Secretary of Treasury to report to me regarding appropriate measures to address these concerns. Uh, so they are working on what, what's now called, he encourages Congress to pass, and this is something that we should track, the Foreign Investment Risk Review Modernization Act that would improve something called CFIUS. CFIUS, which is C-F-I-U-S, the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States, to be is, is what uh, this firma, this new act, is supposed to improve. Um, they swear they're not trying to, to call out uh, China and treat them differently. But when you put $34 billion in tariffs on a country... You kind of called them out. But perhaps they deserve it. And as uh, Jim Cramer uh, from CNBC observes, I think it's, I think it's um, perhaps when you're in a boom time like you are right now, maybe it's not the worst time to go ahead and have this fight. Let's play, let's play clip one from uh, Jim Cramer. There are a lot of companies that are doing quite well in this country, and I think that if you're going to take on the Chinese, you do it from strength. And we have much more strength than they do. We just do. Stop there. I don't want to admit it, but look at what, 211,000 jobs. Okay, if you could back it up about about three seconds. I'm not sure if you can do that or not, but if you can, that'd be great. Um, It is worth noting, China has been slowing down. China has been cutting its exchange rate. 
to try to offset the tariffs, but also I think, and I think this is the more important point, it looks like a tariff. It looks like a tariff reset. Um, it looks like a tariff reset. It, 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 offset. It's not a tariff offset. They're having issues with bad debt, debt that they've taken on in dollars, in euro, in yen for which the revenue they receive is in is in renminbi or local currency the won and therefore they have their economy is beginning to slow down so one point in favor of the president i agree with jim cramer about this at this point in time the us economy is stronger than the chinese economy and so if you're going to fight from a position of strength, there you go. Let's finish the clip. Jobs on average in the last three months. This economy is very strong and it's not overheating. Okay, so why I, know, I know that, that there is a, look, a propensity to be able to say we shouldn't have been up so much yesterday. And I get that. Uh, right into the trade. I didn't understand. I think do people think that there wasn't going to be, that it was going to be called off. There's going to be a truce. But you know, look, I just am not as negative as others, but I'm not I'm not roaringly positive because I, 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 I read the papers. For well, I know. Why- so. So the, and it's true. The market actually reacted positively. OK, the, the market actually reacted quite positively to this, to the events in the to uh, what's happened. And we'll continue to react positively. Uh, to the. Uh, will continue to react positively, I think, over the next few days and weeks. Because the economy is doing so well, you can take on some of this. There's a balancing act here. You want to protect your technology. You want to help the steel industry. But what you've done in contrast to that is you've told the soybean farmers and the bourbon producers in Kentucky and Harley Davidson, you've told them, I'm sorry, you're going to have to go along with this. So far, based on polling data, on stories that I've tweeted to you at Pound KBRS that I'm not going to have enough time to talk about because we've got to get to what happened in Britain yesterday. But based on what's happened here so far, it looks like, and I think this is Trump's logic, is I can take the pain of this trade war and you can't, China. And Jim Cramer's right. At this particular moment, you've got a very strong economy. You have improving poll numbers politically. The president is, based, looking, is looking down at uh, uh, Prime Minister Xi and saying, saying, I'm willing to pay, play this hand. This is sort of like pushing all your chips into the table and saying, saying, I have the better hand than you have. Do you want to bet on this or not? And, and it's very interesting to me. I, I, I really believe this is what's happened. Chi and Trump are playing poker, and Trump thinks he's got the stronger hand. And he might be right. Because the Chinese economy is not doing as well as as you may, you and I may think, don't talk to me about, about Chinese bogus numbers, okay? I'm not, I'm just, you don't need to rely on, on the Chinese statistical agency 
to tell you that the Chinese economy is having some issues. You can just look at what they're doing with their exchange rate policy. You can look at what they're doing in terms of providing liquidity to banks. You can look at what they're doing in terms of, of, of direct investments by, by state-owned enterprises. You can look at, look at the entire range of, what, range of what's happening in China right now and realize their economy is not doing as well as we are. Now, true, in a democracy, you have to go to the voters every so often. Xi doesn't have to go to the voters. He's president for life. At least till 2028. Which, in his case, might just about be the end of his life. But, at this particular moment, he may be the one holding the weaker hand. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We team. deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. It was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. I enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Here at the Kingdom Builders, relationships are more important than sales figures. We're not real interested in doing these commercials to pull you in with marketing. We're more interested in having an opportunity to reach out and establish a relationship with you. Matthew, my son-in-law, now works a lot in the office with me, and our goal is really to be great ambassadors for the Lord Jesus. We don't want to put our light under a bushel basket. Yeah, I've just really enjoyed talking with customers and seeing what their problems are and trying to fix those for them, trying to get peace of mind with the issues they're having with their home. We think the business part will come naturally if we have a good, solid relationship with you and establish a level of trust. We've just been immensely blessed with all the people that we've met in the past few years, and we look forward to growing our family of customers. We'd like the opportunity just to look at your roof, your gutters, whatever it might be, for a free and obviously no obligation estimate. Find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. Fact. The government will always try to shortchange you in an eminent domain case. If Schnitker Law doesn't get you more money, you don't pay them. Kurt Schnitker from the Schnitker Law Office knows how to get the money or due. 
He'll prove your property is more valuable than what the government says it is. Because of the hassle, most of the time a property owner settles for a smaller portion of what they should be paid. Schnitker Law often gets double or triple what the government offers you. Unless you know the law and how it benefits you, you can end up leaving a lot of money on the table. Don't go it alone and settle for less. Call Schnitker Law. They use appraisers and their extensive knowledge of the law. They know condemnation rules and they know how to negotiate with the government. Schnitker Law uses all these skills to get you what you deserve. Don't take the government's lowball offer. If Schnitker Law doesn't get you more money, you owe them nothing. There's no risk. Call today, 763-252-0114. Schnitker Law Office. Online at minnesotaeminentdomain.com. Every time I look into your loving eyes 651-289-4477 with, the, uh, with your uh, questions and comments here. King Bing Show, Business 1440. Of course, I want you to be sure you listen to our, uh, our good friends at, uh, at, in the rest of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Um, Mitch Berg, 1 to 3 today over on AM 12A The Patriot. Brad Carlson, tomorrow. Um, is it official now? Can we unwrap his, his the surprise? It is official. The embargo has been lifted. So, Brad Carlson now, two hours. He's now 1 to 3 on Sunday. So, over on AM 1280, 1 to 3 both on Saturday, Mitch Berg. And Sunday, Brad, the closer, Carlson. And, and Mitch calls himself the headliner. We are the opening act, the King Banyan Show, here on on the sister station, Business 1440, that you're listening to right now, TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Also, later today, um, on the, I, I am definitely, definitely, definitely listening to Americans for Prosperity Radio today. I have never met but would love to meet Professor Noah Will, Williams. He's a... He's a professor at uh, the University of Wisconsin-Madison, blogs at at Bellman Equation, at Bellman Equation, uh, which is which is a delightful title that's very, very inside economics. Uh, he's going to talk about minimum wages, and he's going to talk about the economy in Minnesota versus the Wisconsin, sort of like the economic border battle. And then uh, my good friend uh, John Phelan from the Center of the American Experiment to talk about tariffs. I'm interested to hear what he has to say, uh, being both British and so on. How can they not ask him about Brexit, though? Okay, I'm just telling you, if I if I was Jason, I would ask him about Brexit. Okay, uh, of course, Justice Hour on Sunday over on AM 1280 with uh, politics, the law, and Israel. Uh, Justice Hour, of course, uh, Andrew Parker there will give you give you the uh, give you the, the the straight skinny on what's happening there as well. But uh, AFP this afternoon, that's a darn good hour. I am looking forward to that. Um, you know, just on my last point on this, I, I, I heard Derek Scissors, uh, who's a, who's a resident scholar at the American Enterprise Institute, make this point. China is different from Japan and it's different from the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union was never an economic competitor of the United States. It was the realization of Reagan that of that, that said, look, I can spend them into oblivion. I could take this economy and invest and maybe even over invest in defense goods 
and I will trigger a reaction in them to get them to over-invest in defense goods, I can take the pain they can't. That is somewhat of the Trump playbook. But the difference being, when you're a country of 1.3 billion people, you've got a lot of room for error. Particularly when you've got a country of 1.3 billion people of whom almost three-quarters of a billion of them live on $2 a day in rural, in rural China. You don't have to provide a whole lot for your people to make that work. Japan was the opposite case. Japan was an economic competitor, but it was never a national security competitor, a military competitor, a geopolitical competitor. It never was any of those things after World War II. And it wasn't an economic power before, before World War II. China has all of those. This is Derek Scissor's point. I think, that's, I think that's a very important piece to keep in mind as you think about, well, why would we do to China what we haven't done to all these other folks? No, no, no. Folks, in some sense, this really is different in that sense. And if you think about it, and, and this is kind of what I, I've come to realize, if you think about it solely in terms of the economics of trade, and if you keep your it, that that viewpoint may be more myopic than than it should be. Let me t- let me go from that to talking about the last topic about Brexit. I read to you from this morning's Wall Street Journal. Prime Minister Prime Minister Theresa May appeared to unite warring factions of her cabinet behind a new Brexit plan. But significant doubts remain over whether the European Union will agree to it. The agreement reached, I'm I'm skipping a paragraph, the agreement reached by, at Chequers, which is basically the Camp David, Camp David of the UK, uh, was billed by Downing Street as a, quote, collective position for the future of our negotiations with the EU, unquote. If that proves to be the case, it would effectively put an end to the wrangling among senior government figures over how deep the UK's economic links should be with the EU once Britain fully exits the bloc. Some details were complex, describing, for example, an untested customs arrangement in which the UK would collect one set of tariffs for goods entering Britain for sale in its own market and another set for products in transit to the EU. The proposal also calls also proposals also call for a UK EU free trade area with uniform regulations for goods including food effectively set by the EU. This would speed movement of goods between Britain and the bloc while preserving British autonomy over regulation for many services including financial services, a key goal. I'll skip the rest of this and, and give you give you sort of the explanation of what's happened so far. So for a time for the time being up till yesterday Theresa May had accepted that there were people even within her own cabinet who were openly questioning the kinds of arrangements that her government was trying to negotiate with the European Union The European Union wants the UK to basically feel pain for Brexit because they don't want anyone else getting the idea. They have no interest in making this easy 
for the for the country. Although although I believe the the European Union in particular the, their chief negotiator negotiator Michel Barnier um, has, believes that they have a better chance of negotiating a good Brexit deal with Theresa May than with whom would follow her in the Tories if her government falls. I think they recognize, and to the limited extent I follow British politics, I agree, Labour, the, the, the main competing party for power with the Conservatives, Labour is unlikely to win an election anywhere in the near future. It's possible, but it's unlikely to win Parliament anytime soon. If she, if her government fails, the next Prime Minister of the UK is likely to push for a harder Brexit, or maybe decide that no, de, you know, decide as Theresa May campaigned, no deal is better than a bad deal, and then decide that everything that the that the EU is offering is a bad deal. So they are making some moves to try to give Theresa May. A little something to sort of suggest, we're going to give you a deal. The deal won't be too bad, but they can't make it look too good or else Italy will say, you know what? We want Britain's deal. We, we, we're, we're sick of being tied to the euro. The Germans are, are taking too much of our money. They, they, they export too many goods to our economy, and we're stuck, we're stuck with a very weak uh, industrial base. Get rid of them. We'll take, we'll take Britain's deal. Spain, Portugal, you could see lots of countries deciding to get out. And if Italy or Spain gets out, the EU as a, as a, as a coherent concept is dead. You can't have an EU where, Italy, where it's, just, it's just France, Germany, and the uh, northern states. But if you give Britain too good a deal, that's what happens. Now, the remainder of this is really interesting. Britain really does need the food that comes to it from Europe, and having a customs union with Europe for food and for maybe even for all other goods is something that makes sense. <clears throat> the piece, the last sentence I read to you, included these phrases. Let me, I'll read the whole sentence one more time. This would speed movement of goods between Britain and the bloc while preserving British autonomy over regulation for many services, including financial services. A key goal. So understand that Brexit has this really strange mixture of interests. You have the folks that want to limit immigration from Europe. Okay, for us here in Minnesota and the United States... Immigration involves people from other continents, by and large, plus Mexico. We don't worry about the random Canadian that comes over the border. Okay. In the EU, the migration issue is largely migration within the EU from Eastern Europe into, into England. Yes, I've seen the stories about North Africa. I've seen the stories about Turkey and Turkish migration into Europe, and, 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 and with a focus on, on religious differences. I think, I think you're missing it. In the mind of the average British voter, 
that is a secondary issue since they've long had migration of people from the Indian subcontinent because they are within the Commonwealth. They've long had that. No, for them the issue is for people from Poland and from Hungary and from and from and from Slovakia and from Yugoslavia and the states of the former Yugoslavia. That's the issue as much as it is as it is anybody from North Africa or the Middle East. They're one part of the coalition. The other part of the coalition, the part that really wants to stay in and who she has to negotiate, and, and they're part of the, the Tory coalition. But the other part, the main street part of it, is this concern for the city, for the financial center of London. And the fact that all of those people who had done European business through a bank located in London, feared, they fear that those banks are going to have to move to Stuttgart or Amsterdam or Paris or Munich. They're, they're part of the group that's pushing against them. They're the ones who are in favor of the soft Brexit. We'll finish up with a few few last thoughts about this after these messages. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Here's another hot deal from your cool friends at Lucky's. Get a free five-pound bag of Ace Ice. Do you want exceptional convenience and still do business with a like-minded Minnesota company? It's Lucky's Station Convenience Stores. Larry Elder here with Lucky's owner, Scott Stevens. Everything is Aces at Lucky's. We deal from the top of the deck with everything we do. That's why this month we have another great deal at Lucky's. This one's so hot, we're going to have to ice you down. Come into Lucky's. Mention Business 1440 and get a free five-pound bag of Ace Ice. Lucky's Station is a small group of family-owned convenience stores in a world of giant national chains. They have to work harder to earn your business. Lucky's Station has everything that the big-name convenience stores have. Get a free five-pound bag of Ace Ice. Only at Lucky's Stations. Lucky's Station. Find them online at LuckyStations.com. LuckyStations.com. We're your neighborhood store. If credit card debt has you down, nonprofit Trinity Debt Management can help. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees, and drastically reduce your interest. You'll pay thousands less than you originally owed. It's not a loan. It's a way to become debt-free and possibly improve your credit score. So call Trinity and talk to a certified counselor. They'll explain their proven program to you with no pressure, just practical solutions and hope for tomorrow. Are you ready to pay off your credit cards in less time for less money? Then call for a free no-obligation debt analysis and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. 
Gather up your bills and call this toll-free number for a free, no-obligation debt analysis. Call 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. This is Lonnie Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. President Trump will tell us next week who his pick will be to serve as the next Associate Justice of the United States Supreme Court. When he does so, he ought to send a thank you note to Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. After all, he's the reason the president now has a second nominee to the high court after he led the GOP effort to oppose the nominee that President Obama put forward during his last year in office. And it's McConnell who has insisted that the Senate vote on Trump's forthcoming nominee before the midterm elections, making it extremely difficult for Democratic senators up for reelection from states that Trump won in 2016, like North Dakota, Missouri and Indiana, to vote against the president's nominee. McConnell doesn't often get credit for the hard work he does, but he should. Conservatives are on the precipice of another major victory because of the Senate Majority Leader. I'm Lon He Chen. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Great traffic on Twitter talking about China and and people's concerns. Just follow us at Pound KBRS. Okay, and if you missed the first hour of the show, the Boomtown Job Saturday hour of the King Banyan Show, go find us, TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, and pull down the podcast. So, so as I talked about in the last segment, the... The Tories, the Conservative Party in Britain, has had division and still has division within it between uh, that looks very much like the United States. Okay, you've got you've got a Main Street group that particularly wants to preserve the financial services in the city of London, and you've got the folks that really want to have the ability to control and restrict immigration into Britain and get control of your borders and, and the same sorts of things that you hear in the United States. They have a meeting at like Camp David and they bring all 300 folks and they tell, he tells 300 people of, of the conservative members and they tell the ministers, if you decide to buck me on this and quit the government, don't expect the government to give you a ride back to London. And so there was a lineup of taxis. There were pictures of this in British papers. There were taxis by checkers. They're uh, checkers saying, hey, if, if, you know, basically, if you decide to hit the road, um, you're paying for your own ride home. Got to love Theresa May. That's a, that was awesome to tell them, hey, we're not, we're not keeping a car running for you to run back to London and, and decry the government's position. You can, you can pay your own ride. But instead, she comes out with a statement and says, hey, we're all fine. We've all come to an agreement. She says this. We will avoid friction in trade. That will protect jobs and livelihoods and also meet our commitment to Northern Ireland. Uh, we've also agreed a new business-friendly customs model with freedom to strike trade deals around the world. Well, yes and no, okay? Northern Ireland is a real sticking point. I'm actually taking, I'm actually part of a group that's taking students and alumni from St. Cloud State up to, uh, up to the border of Northern Ireland to talk about this March next year. 
just in time for the date at which Brexit is officially supposed to happen, although it looks like there'll be some transition period after after 2019 for a year. And and I'm actually looking forward to actually going back in 2020 when 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 the teeth bite on this thing. But think about this. What they have said is, in essence, they want a customs union for goods with the EU. Now, they won't get to control what's in the regulations that are in the customs union. So she wants, she says, we have the ability to negotiate our own trade deals. But she won't be able to negotiate any trade deals without having, having, the, having the EU regulations regarding goods apply to any of those trade deals, too. If I've understood what's here, and I, I, again, I'm, it's still early in the day, and I'm still trying to figure out what they agreed to last night. I think they've, in fact, given away a significant piece of, of the Brexit strategy. In terms of, we can negotiate our own trade deals. Well, yes, but now they have to agree with the regulations you, you've agreed to on goods transfer between the EU and the UK. That's not... That's not the Brexit that I think a lot of people signed up for. So it is important for you to keep your eye on this in the week ahead because I believe, I truly believe, we're going to see a real change coming uh, from from, uh, 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 Great Britain in this. And don't be shocked if, if in the next week or two you start hearing more and more that Theresa May is on the way out. They may have given away more than they've talked about. Thanks so much for the music and time today, uh, Ross. We really appreciate your contributions to the show. Thank you for listening today. Once more, let me wish everybody a happy 4th of July late. Hope your Independence Day was good. And we'll talk to you next week on another episode of the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952 952- That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. Wealthy, middle class, or business owners. You're on your financial journey, but with an emergency break on. That break is debt. And it's just going to get worse with a new tax law. 
You see, 60% of taxpayers who used the home interest deduction in 2017 will effectively not be able to do so in 2018. Think about that. Daniel Altwood with Your Family Bank here. We've provided a solution to this debt dilemma for over 20 years. Using it, you could cut the length of your debt, including your mortgage, in half and save tens of thousands of dollars. It works, and we can prove it to you. Our solution is not debt consolidation. Get your free ebook and analysis. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Be bold. Take action. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. God bless you, the Patriot, and God bless America. Hey, folks, Dennis Prager here for Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. I've been telling you for years that they have a beautiful family-run store with the largest selection of loose diamonds in the state. Now, Continental Diamond is the home for Breitling Watches, the only independent jewelry store in the Twin Cities to offer these amazing Swiss timepieces. Favorites of pilots all over the world, check out the amazing selection of Breitling chronographs at Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and find them online at ContinentalDiamond.com. Business 1440 KYCR Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.